I retweeted as well. All right, we are live for today's MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Monday, April 11th, 2022. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here Monday and Tuesday afternoon, Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, man? All good, man. All good. Uh, looking forward to talk about this card from last weekend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All good. You're a little dark right now, by the way. I don't know if you can change your light, but it's you're pretty dark. I don't know if you uh... – yeah, that's a little better. There you go. I can actually see huh. your face now. No, we'll, we'll talk about UFC 273. I mean, a lot, obviously, to talk about, guys. Obviously, um, good event. Um, definitely some great fights. Some, you know, some you know, controversial decisions, I guess you could say, in a couple of the fights as well. Um, and then, I mean, that's that was pretty much the only, like, big MMA event. There was also a PFL card that I don't think anyone watched, <laughs> quite frankly, Marcel, and an LFA card. But most of the day, we'll be focusing on UFC, UFC 273. I will say, I've been kind of sick the last few days, guys, so... I'll lean a little bit more heavily on Marcel today than the usual talk, just because I'm a little bit under the weather. But I'm gonna try to, to get through this podcast, Marcel. So let's start with uh, with UFC 273, and we'll get into the card. We got some guys in the chat. We got hi, this is here. We got Andrew. What's going on, guys? Glad to have you guys here. Let's start with uh, let's start with UFC, UFC 273, Marcel. And as always, you know, start with the the main event and work our way down. So main event of the evening. Alexander Volkanovski defeats Korean Zombie fourth round TKO referee stoppage. Uh, first off, amazing stoppage by Herb Dean. Incredible stoppage. Um, one of I think you know Herb Dean gets a lot of shit obviously by fans. Early stoppages, late stoppages. Like remember that Chris Moutinho fight last year? Like that was yeah. kind of you know weird stoppage. This one I had no problem with at all. You know what I mean? Like this was a great stoppage. I'm really disappointed in the corner of the zombie man. I got to be honest with you. Um, there's no reason the guy should have went out for that fourth round. He was completely done. He couldn't, Marcel. He was lying on the ground between the third and fourth round. He didn't couldn't get up. Um, I know Herb wanted to stop the fight. He just he couldn't at that point. I guess. I mean, he could have, but it's kind of awkward for the ref to do it. Um, the doctor barely checked the guy. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's good to go." And I'm like, "Thinking yourself, how did he even look at him?" Like, and I just think the corners. I just disappointed him. And you know, I I, I listened to Eddie's interview, Eddie Charles' interview last week with Cole, and he was saying like how everyone at the camp put money on him. I almost feel like the, because they all bet on him. They wanted the fight to keep going because he could have landed that lucky punch. But Marcel, it's just not the way it should have worked. I mean, the fight should have been stopped. At the end of the day, it was just an amazing performance for Volkanovski. I mean, this was his best performance probably yet. And the guy's had 21 straight wins. I mean, the guy's incredible. So, wow. Um, it was a, it was like, it was a pretty one-sided fight, though, guys, honestly. I, I don't think it was really close at all. Um, give me your thoughts on the fight and the stoppage, Marcel. Yeah, Herb Dean wasn't high for once, right? And he, uh, he had a good stoppage here. A very good one, I think. Um, actually, you know, this was a fight. Uh, we expected, I expected Zombie to go five rounds. But the referee intervened, which is well what he did. And it's a good thing he did it, you know. But he's too tough for his own good, you know. And we actually all knew that Wilkonowski was going to win the fight. Let's be honest. This fight was the main event. But nobody was really talking about this fight because everybody was like Volkanovski likely going to win this fight. You know, uh, Zombie, all respect to Zombie, but he was there because they couldn't wait for Max Holloway. Max Holloway was the original opponent. Max didn't know for sure if Max was going to get cleared on time. He was cleared on time, but, you know, it's a it's a, uh, it's a numbered event. It's a pay-per-view event. They have to sign the sell tickets. They have to put out posters. They have to put out advertisements. So they couldn't wait for that. So they went with Zombie. Um, Listen, man, I think nobody really expected Zombie to do something special here. You know, we saw him fight against Ortega two fights ago and got completely uh, completely outclassed against Ortega, even stand-up, you know, and a good win against Iga after that. But, I mean, Volkanovski, I don't think people give the dude enough credit, in my opinion, you know, and it's because of the second fight against Max Holloway. You know, I think um, the first fight, everybody says he had two close fights against Max Holloway. The first, first one was fight close. Oh, not that fight. It was not close. Yeah, <laughs> that was clear uh, for, for Volkanovski. You know, the second fight was close indeed. Um, I mean, I would put Volkanovski at number one or number two in the pound for pound list tomorrow. No doubt in my mind. Definitely above Adesanya. Above yeah. this one, I don't know. But it could be, you know, one or two, I think. 100%. I don't even understand why Izzy's so high-ranked. He lost last year. Everyone just is like gives him a pass on the loss to Blahovitz. I don't mm -hmm. understand why. Anyways, Volkanovski's number two for me right now after uh, Usman. I think Usman's number one still. But Volkanovski's amazing. Like, he has no weaknesses, guys, really. What's his weakness, Marcel? I, That's I don't crazy, really right? He's so well-rounded. It's incredible. 
And it's almost like he's getting better. Like, I really think he's getting better, man, which is insane because the guy's just performed so well in the UFC so far. Um, he's just a stud. It's crazy. He's born two weeks literally after me, Marcel, like exactly two weeks after. So it's it's pretty insane what this yeah. guy's doing. And it makes me wonder, like, what am I doing with my life when I see what this guy's up to? No, I'm kidding. But amazing performance. And he got a bonus too, you know, and we'll talk about someone else who I thought should have got a bonus, but I don't think we have a problem with it because it really was an amazing performance. So, oh, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, overall, he did well. And, and you know, for as far as what's next for him, you know, he has mentioned going up to, to 155. But we just heard Henry Cejudo's coming back. I mean, that that fight is huge, right? I don't need to see that. No? I really don't need to see that. That's another hypey fight from the UFC. You want to put Cejudo in. I really don't need to see that, man, to be really honest. You know, um, I know many people will say, oh, amazing. What did Henry Cejudo do to get a shot at 145? Because he won 125 and 135. I don't know, man. You know, he went away from the sport. First, win a few fights before you come back. I know GSP did it, but for me, Henry Sudo is not the GSP, you know. I understand he is a former gold medalist, you know, and a two-time champion in two divisions. I know that, you know. But for me, it's like, I don't feel it, man, you know. And let's just do the third fight with Volkanovski and Max. Because if Volkanovski win this one, we finally can, can, can move on from that. And if Max wins... We can have a fourth one, you know what I mean? So I, I like that much more. But uh, yeah, man, Cejudo, you know, every time since he has stopped with his career, he keeps mentioning something when the bantamweight title, the flyweight title, or the featherweight title was on the line. And the flyweight title, not right now, because Figueredo has the title and he is and he's uh, training Figueredo, you know. But now with the bantamweight and featherweight title, he keeps talking about it, you know? I don't know, man. You know, if he wants to come back, come back. But I don't really see it. I mean, listen, the Max fight's there, right? It's the third fight. The second fight, I thought Volk won. The, or I thought Max won the second fight. Volk clearly won the first fight. You could do that fight. And then there's a few other guys like Cal, um, Arnold Allen's there. Calvin Cater is a little behind them. Um mm -hmm. Yair Rodriguez, that's a new matchup. He hasn't fought Yair yet. That's yeah. another fight. It's, probably Max gets the next fight, but, you know, Henry's a huge name, man, and there's a reason he's coming back. Like, the UFC probably told him, like, you'll get a title shot. I'm not sure if it's at this division or at 135. Maybe he'll get the 135 shot. I don't know, but he just he's coming back for a reason. He's not coming back for a non-title fight, guys. He's coming back to fight for a belt, Marcel. So it's either he's fighting. Obviously, but I don't need to see it. That's no, I understand. I agree. No, I know what you're saying. I don't mind it, though. I mean, he's going to go for history the third fight, right? Anyways, let me go through the comments here, guys. John's here. Fun card. Oh, it was great. JPS, what's up, man? What's going on? Kinshiro got a good night there. Joe, what's up, buddy? Glenn's talking with the doctor. He asked him if he wanted to fight. No, I counts balanced us nothing. The doctor was a complete joke. I mean, that fight should have been stopped. Um, actually, Volkanovski said he felt really bad. He's like, I didn't want to fight after that. Like, he said, you know, it's a sport, but, you know, like, he has some compassion for the guy. Sad way to end a good event. He's great, but it sure seems like that might be it for him. He said himself, like, apparently in the interpretation, like, was off. But apparently he said that, you know, that's that's it. Could be it for him or so, right? So, DC was uh, talking about that first fight. Um, let's look at what else. What's up, Doug? Were you there? My buddy Martin was there. He had a great time. Uh, he sent me some pictures. He was having an awesome time. He's from Toronto. He was there. The, fun, um, the, the funny thing was, like, all these people were there say it was awesome. And when we were here on the on the screen at home, some people were were like acting like idiots, man, in that crowd, you know, uh, just being plain disrespectful about certain things. And don't say that's you guys, but a lot of people there, man, it's like booing stuff that didn't make sense. Even going to boo a guy who was asking for money for a fundraiser or whatever, just yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a few minutes as well. Yeah. The only reason Cejudo versus Volk is a thing is because they're close in height. Yeah, it's true. He is like the, the battle of the midges. That's what he says anyways. I mean, Volk is still – here's the thing about Volk. He's fought at other weight classes. He fought at 185, 155. 170, that's where his only loss is, the one fight where he got knocked out. What's up, Marcus? He was also there at the, the card. Marcus was awesome. That's awesome, Marcus. Uh, Henry Sue was an idiot for trying to double champions goal to get money. He's no ever around. I, I was surprised when he, after that fight with Cruz, that he retired. I really was because I'm like, man, he just washed Cruz. He's going to beat all these other guys now. He just retired. But, you know, he's been doing a lot the last two years. He, you know, he had a kid. He got married. I think he's married or he's at least engaged. Um, so he did a lot, you know. So he ducked all the testing pools to get a few cycles and <laughs> move up in weights. He can't make fly. 
yeah, he's never fighting 125. I don't think anyone will disagree with him on that. So he's not going to uh, move past everyone to fight Volk. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I'm just telling you because Dana loves him, dude. The UFC loves him. He's a huge star for the He's a, He is a needle mover a little bit for the UFC. He jumped Dillashaw for the 135 shot. I mean, Dillashaw was there, though, which is the thing that makes me wonder, like, if Dillashaw is there, when they promised him the shot too, right? And they already said Aljo was the one calling him out. Thought the new tape looked amazing. I think the graphics looked incredible on this broadcast. What do you think? Nah, you like the, the graphics were cool, but the tail of the tape, I didn't like I it. Liked it's kind of kind of KSW kind of ish. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would have just like I like really. How do you say that? Uh, really. Uh, scale stuff, you know what I mean? You know, like I do my fight announcements, like really plain stuff, scaled, you know, it, it, perfectly scaled. That's what I like, you know, and not that I see a tail of the table and I see one guy I see doing this and the other guy I see doing this and the other guy doing this. It's yeah. just, that's just weird. That part, you know? I mean, but I just think the overall graphics look good. One thing oh, I, yeah, really I agree with that. One thing I really like, guys, is that they were putting like these stats besides the guys. They'd be like, for instance, when Josh Fren fought, they said like 39% of fighters that fight on short notice lose or win, excuse me. So 61% lose. That's a good stat. There was also in the RSA fight in the beginning, it said like 60% of fighters that have a three inch plus reach advantage, which I already knew this, win 60% of the time, right? So that's good to know though. Like I, I knew some of these stats from reading the fight knowledge book, which has changed because that book was written in like 2013, I think. So things have changed, but it's still good to know, Marcel. These are good stats to know, especially if you're betting and handicapping these fights, you know? I agree. Yeah, so, and also, got to be critic about one more thing: the graphic with the with the lights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Going up and the other one going down. That graphic you you saw that or not? No, I don't know. What are we a graphic? Which one? Um, uh, you kind of like a pie graphic. You know what I mean? But then in in the in the line. Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I think overall it looked good, man. I think it looks yeah, like overall okay. They also got rid of like the faces on the tweets too. Um, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But I, still, I no face the pain. Yeah, no face the pain too. I mean, I bring it back. I don't know if you saw Stem. Uh, yeah, I saw responded it. to us <laughs> Twitter, awesome. which is awesome. All right, anyways, I think that's enough about the main event. Let's go to the co-main guys. So we have, obviously we'll have a lot to talk about this fight. I mean, I didn't think the fight would be this close, honestly. Like after the first fight, I really thought Yon would just you know dominate this second fight, and the fight was very close. So. Uh, me and Marcel actually have the same scorecard, guys. We have the exact same scorecard. <laughs> That's um, crazy, right? Yeah, it's true, though. We both have the same scorecard. First round, we both gave to uh, Jan. It was very close. It really could have mm -hmm. gone either way. And that's uh, we'll talk about it in a second. I don't have an issue with if you gave it to, to Sterling. I think Maybe it was that know. close, Marcel. And yeah. looking at the stats right now, Sterling technically outlanded. And I did think Jan you know, landed the hardest shots, right? So exactly. I leaned his way. But I don't think if you gave it to Sterling, it's a, it's a bad uh, round either. Second and third round, obviously Sterling. Fourth and fifth round, obviously Jan. Okay, the second round's a 10-8 round, though, guys. It is a 10-8 round. It was a 10-8 round. I'm gonna tell you why. You look at the stat for yourself. Yeah. Three minutes and 50 seconds of control, and not only that, but he landed 42 strikes. So everyone's looking at the significant strikes. You gotta look at total strikes too, because on the ground they're they're, they're called total strikes, not significant all the time. That's a lot of damage he was doing, Marcel. It wasn't just holding him. He was doing damage. Excellent. That is a 10-8 round. So for me, I had a, I had the fight score to draw. That's what I had. And I know you had the exact same score, 47-47, right? <laughs> you know. I think that's the right way to score the fight. I really do, you know? So Dana coming out saying it's a robbery for Yawn or whatever, for Sterling. I mean, I don't agree with that because, you know, I really think that second round's 10-8, guys. And I think that you got to be giving out 10-8 rounds um, when a guy does that much. He, it was a dominant round. I just have a hard time looking at this fight and saying Yawn is the winner. After, like, most of the fight, he was getting dominated on the ground. You know what I mean? The fourth and fifth round, he obviously won. The first round was close. I, I guess he could have won 48-47, but I, I don't see it that way. I, I think 47-47 I think is the right score. Marcel, if you want to talk about the scorecard, you're welcome. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I'm going to get in on, the, on that second round, obviously. Um, the thing is, there, the, and I don't want to shit on the guy because I think he's amazing for Irish media, Sean Sheehan has a, a clip on the internet where he explains the, the damage only counts for 10-8 rounds and not uh, positioning and that kind of stuff. If you look at the website of the rules, it says damage, but also control yeah. in the ground game, you know? 
he had control almost four minutes of that of that fight. He was trying to get submissions going. He didn't get a submission, obviously. At a certain moment, he stretched him out full on his belly, you know, and he was landing punches. But Jan could turn and could could get in position again that he didn't punch. But he controlled it for four for three minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah. Uh was just dominating the position, dominating the fight at that moment, and also landing strikes, you know. And people say, why do you score around 2 or 10, 8, around 3 or 10, 9? Very simple, because he barely landed any strike in round 3. Yeah, yeah. Let me know? just go to the stats here. So in the second round, it was 17 significant strikes and 42 total strikes. The third round, 6 significant strikes, 8 total strikes. Like, that's, that's like, what, five, literally 5 times as many strikes he landed. So. Yeah. That's why I think I think yeah, it's a ten eight guys. I really yeah, do. You know, I, I don't understand. I still get uh, messages from people like who try, try to clarify to me that it's a ten nine round. No, it's not. You know, yeah. I don't mind if you score a ten nine round. For me, it's a ten eight round. You know, and we both pick Jan to win, so we are not biased or whatever. You know, we both pick Jan to win. But for me, it's like after three rounds, I already said Jan needs to finish to win the title here. You know, yeah, or no, he needs a ten eight round. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like that. You know, because yeah. if it's a draw. Then it goes to Sterling because he's the he's the champ at that well, moment. Well, wait, does it? Does, does he get to keep yeah. his interim belt? Yeah. No, no, it? he's he's done. <laughs> he, he doesn't get this. He doesn't keep his interim belt because draw, no. the interim belt is for this championship fight. Right. So when the what champion if, what, gets what, what if it was a no contest? Then what? <laughs> then yeah, what I, I I I think then no contest. Then everybody keeps his belt. You know. What yeah. I mean? Now I gotta get these comments though. Let me get these comments, guys. <clears throat> I think Alger won the first round after watching. Yeah, I mean, it was close, man. Um, the thing is, the here's thing, the thing. I know you're saying about rewatching, right? The judges only get to watch it once, you know? Yeah. So they have to judge it right there and then. They don't get you know, the, Adam, They also don't get stats, too, you know? Adam, say? The, the problem with Alger in round one was that he walked away the whole time and he yeah. landed kicks, I know. But Jan was chasing him and trying to land. I honestly thought the fight, I thought it was such a close round. I yeah, think it, it was. Either way. It was a toss up. You can't it call a fight a robbery if you're. You probably lost on your parlay if you're calling the robbery. Honestly, that's that's yeah, it's true. And I know a lot of people lost money on this fight. A lot of people lost money. If I was close, I had yawn uh or draw. Yeah, it was it was a close fight. Nine nine rounds do not exist, man, unless there's a point deduction. So that's just mm -hmm. nothing. If you're talking about 10 10 rounds, dude, there you don't want 10 10 rounds. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, the, the commissions encourage them not to score 10 10 rounds, they want them to score 10 9. If you're a judge at this level, you should be able to find the winner in the round. Now, I understand there's some fights that are just so close where you can't call it. I get it. But if you're going to have more 10 10 rounds, you're going to have more draws and less people getting win money, and UFC is going to keep win bonuses. It's exactly. not a good thing. I'm telling you right now. It might seem like it is, but it's not. Glenn saying, yeah, had uh, Sterling winning. Yeah, again, I don't I don't think it's it's uh, it's the worst thing ever. Dana lost money there, and you know, and he thought the judges would back down for him. I don't, Dana can't bet these fights, man. There's no way he can bet on them. I mean, unless someone else is doing it for him. Talking about Burns, he did, but we'll talk about that fight. One where I was like, one significant strike difference, you know. That's not, that's not a, it's not always about how many, it's also the damage that you caused, right? So, Adam, if Dana thinks it was it was a bad decision, he should make the fight again, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not talking about Delashaw, yeah. Let me just get the other comments. This guy had Aldo winning, Sterling gets 10, it's fine in case the fight was dropped. That's what I had, that's what I had, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was, it was a close fight. I just don't think I. This is not a robbery, you know. And I think when you qualify this a robbery, it's just doing a disservice to actual robberies like Diego Sanchez or Ross Pearson, you know, something like that. Like <laughs> that one goes always up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's a legitimate robbery where a guy, you know, clearly won the fight, like whatever round I believe too. Max Griffin, right? which fight? Thiago Alves, Max Griffin. That was another fight where wow, I mean, that was. I mean, I think it was in Brazil, and that's why yeah. they gave it to him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, so. It is what it is, but I just think in this fight it was just it was close. I don't think you know it could have went either way. And qu quite frankly, I didn't handicap the fight very well because it was that close of a fight. It was it was a razor razor thin fight, you know. So it is what it is. Um, let's go to uh, I'm seeing some comments here. Let's go to the next fight. It's all about Kamzat yeah. and uh, and Burns. So <laughs> I mean, this fight was amazing. Uh, it was an incredible fight. I don't think I don't think I, I expected it to be this competitive. So first round, obviously Hamzat won the round. You know, dropped Burns. Um, couldn't finish him though, right? Yeah. Second round, Burns, man. He's not credited with a knockdown. It's I thought he did crazy. knock him down though at it's the end crazy. of the right. Like that seemed like a knock. I have to watch it back, but it seemed like it was a knockdown. I thought so too, but he he clearly outlanded him. And Gilbert had all the momentum going to the third round. Now, if you look at the stats, it was 45 to 44 in significant strikes for Burns. So he landed one more. But 
I, I think there was like a moment, there was like a, a sequence against the fence where Hamzat landed like a really brutal knee and was like unloading a little bit. I think that won him that round or won him that fight. I think that third round was really, really close. I think different judges could have scored it for Burns, but I do think Hamzat won the fight, you know? Part of me wanted to see him lose, honestly, guys. Like, I kind of wanted to see him lose just because I think it would have really upset the apple cart, but you got to score it right, and I do think that he edged out ever so slightly, Marcel, ever so slightly there. It would have been awesome to see that upset, though, man. It would have been awesome. But I think that they got it right, 29-28 for Hamza in the fight of the year. So give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, what can you say? Amazing fight. And I think um, people saying Kamsat got exposed, you're crazy. You know, it's number two against number 11. Dude gets a real big test. And he actually succeeded in the test. You know, he got tagged. You know, some people think he was going to walk through Burns. And listen, man, I picked Bur- Kamsat via KO as well in the first round. But if I had ground and pound, why did I do that? Because I thought Kamsat would be much stronger. You know what I mean? And could hold him on the ground and could land ground and pound. That's what I thought. But Listen, man, he almost finished Burns in the first round, but Burns did very well, came back second round, clear round for Burns, in my opinion. I, I love the thing at the, at the at the end of the second round where uh, Kamsat wanted to touch Gilbert's head, like, well done, you know, and it's that he, he touched Beltran's head, you know. <laughs> so uh, that, that was fun. Third round, very close. I think Kamsat uh, uh, won the first part of the third round. Then Gilbert came a little bit back, but Gilbert was super, uh, how do you say that? Super wild, you know, super wild with the shots what he was trying to land. And uh, the last part was for Kamsat again, the last 15 seconds, I think. So, yeah, close fight. I think Kamsat won the fight 29-28. It was a very good fight, a uh, very fun fight. 100% fight of the year so far. Definitely fight of the night. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Amazing fight, yeah. I had a great time watching this fight, man. I was just freaking out. I'm like, holy crap, what a fight. Like, amazing. So, I agree with Kitcher. He did prove – I mean, we all knew he was going to be – I just the stories you hear from him training with, like, guys like Sean Strickland and Darren Till, you knew he'd be tough. He, he did show a good chin and good cardio. I mean, I do think it was a knockdown, though. That's what this guy's saying. Like, I think sure. it was a knockdown. It sure yeah. looked like one to me. Uh, you know, I know that there's a specific, like, definition that they use for the knockdown or so. I guess I didn't need it, but it, I, I sure thought it was at the time. Um, Hansa and Birds at the biggest ovation, of course, because they're both warriors, like you said. It was an amazing fight. Um, I was the only person who picked Burns here last week. Nice, nice. I mean, it wasn't a terrible pick, honestly, Glenn. I mean, the fight was pretty close, right? Even I scored it for Kamayev. You know what's crazy? The odds, remember the odds makers opened it at minus 110 each, and the line went to minus 500. We're all like, oh man, stupid line. They actually really handicapped it right. The problem is. They forgot to bake in the hype on it. That's the thing that these, they got to realize. The hype is crazy on this guy. You know, but I will say this. It, uh, you know, and this guy did for Kamsat too. You know, I'll say this. I think that, you know, we'll, we'll probably get a better line on him now, uh, you know, than before when if he fights Colby or Usman next, which it looks like he'll fight probably Colby. Just because had he won, run, run through him, Marcel, he might have been a huge favor. Honestly, he might have been a big favorite. Now I think yes. those fights are going to be very close in the odds. Going to be the worst trash talk ever because he's going to fight Covington, man. He comes out will barely be understandable, and 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 Colby will call him come shot the whole time. So <laughs> I know it's going to be it's going to be funny. I, I think yeah. it'll be hilarious. Marcus says he's in attendance for Connor. Could be Tony Burns with Cam's same energy. Oh man, it was such a Somebody, great fight. Oh, by the way, it should have been five. I wish it was five rounds. I want to say that right now. That's yeah, a fight I that, that as I well. Fuck. Just like last week with, or two weeks ago with Care France. Yeah. I wish some of these fights were five rounds. And then they make so, so many dumb fights for five rounds. Like Norma Dumont versus Aspen Ladd is five rounds. You know what I mean, Marcel? And then these fights don't get five. Ugh. I don't know. Somebody what? said something crazy to me, but actually, it maybe even makes sense. You know, it's actually really crazy. What if you do? Connor versus Kamza Chimaev. Pay-per-view buys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just for, for, for that would be crazy, man. You know, that would be absolutely crazy. I don't think I don't think Connor wants that fight. Yeah. <laughs> but, By the way, you said with this this kick, this, the kick in his yeah, yeah. look, it looked illegal, but it wasn't. Um it was to I think it was to the body, wasn't it? Yeah, he, like, I didn't think he 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 touched him, man. With yeah, the, he, he didn't touch him, him, but I guess they said on the replay it wasn't illegal. So it yeah. it looked like it in, in real time though. The ref did a good job there. Hmm. I think Colby's an easier fight for Camps. I think Burns probably beat Camps after Saturday too. Um, you mean a rematch? I guess you mean, or or you mean you're saying if he beats Covington, maybe he means Burns beats Covington. I think Covington's really good, man. I think he's going to be like he's proven to go five rounds with Usman twice. Yeah, you know, like let's not discredit Covington. He's a great fighter. What's up, Rob? What's up? Do you guys better put money on fights? Yes, I mean I've been betting on fights for twelve years now. Oh, so- God. 
Somebody, Mike certainly will learn a lot from this fight. His coach will too. I'm excited to see. What, yeah, I agree too. We're gonna somebody tried to discredit Us- Usman on, on on my on my Twitter yeah. yesterday. Just like uh, uh, only Covington were good wins, uh, Masvidal uh, wasn't, and all his uh, Woodley was uh, was washed. That's like when Usman fought Woodley. Woodley had defended the title five times, so you can't call him right. washed. You know, it was after that when he didn't fall well anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's see here. Are you profitable on fight bet, fight bets? I mean, it's it's not the easiest game, man. I'm like I'm up, but it's not like it's harder now than it used to be. I mean, I think that's just fair to say. The market's smarter now, dude. You know what I mean? But like my picks are really good, man. There's no doubt about it. Like they're, they're solid, so I'm pretty confident in um, my abilities to, to predict the fights. But again, it's it's harder to find value now. I think I really do believe it is. Um, is there anything else? Cams that didn't wrestle Burns because Burns was one for leg locks. Yeah, that's probably what it was too. Yeah. Colby's last few fights wins came against AJ. You guys are losing kids. Yeah, but he just went toe to toe with Usman, though. Like he barely lost to Usman. Why are we forgetting that? You know, you can't. Was in the 48 47, right? The last fight. Yeah, was close. So, and even the fight he lost with the stoppage would was a close fight. You know, the way me were giving Birds no chance. Not sure if they believe they're hoping Kansas maintains click appeal. I don't know. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Mackenzie Dern and Tisha Torres. I think this was a bad decision, Marcel. I really do. And. The stats do back it up, man. I thought Torres won round one and three, you know. Second round, clearly Dern won that round, obviously, with the submission attempts. But the first round, I mean, it was it was competitive, but, you know, Torres did outlander in total strike, significant strikes. And the third round, obviously, she won. Comes down to the first round. I thought Torres won. I know you're on Dern, but I thought Torres won the fight. Just tell me why you thought Dern won. So I will have to watch this back because I was very close. I, I, I was 50-50 on that round one. Let's say 51-49. But, um super close i think um that's i went with dern because i thought she she landed it was super close mm-hmm. and she landed a really good strike where she almost where she staggered her you know and that kind of made me sway to dern but it's maybe not fair you know what i mean but that's what made me sway, sway to dern because i thought it was super close but uh i have to rewatch it second and third round were pretty clear we won second round was clearly Dern. third round was clearly torres yeah. Yeah. So I think it was a close fight. I didn't have a problem with Dern winning, but uh, I see many people saying Torres should have won the first. I round. think she so won. Maybe I, I have think, to watch I, it back. I think it was a bad decision, and I did bet on Torres. I'm a little pissed off by this one. I really thought she won, guys. Like, and the stats back it up. You know, <clears throat> there was one punch though that Dern landed that the commentators were like, "Oh, she stung her," and I think that that punch it maybe it really showed through um, when you're sitting cage side, and we maybe not. I didn't maybe see it as much through the TV because. I'm just looking at the fight. And I'm thinking, man, she's outlanging her. She's sticking and moving. No takedowns. Again, the stats do say she won the round, like uh, the striking battle, and it was only on the feet. There was no takedowns, no submission attempts. Uh, this one bothers me. I think it was a bad decision, man. I think Torres won this fight, guys. I really do. And I'm looking at the comments here. Tiny Tornado won. Grateful dudes. I thought Torres won. So did I, man. Yeah, one and three. That's what I had. Third did nothing. I mean, it was close. It, it was too close for comfort. That's what it. If someone had money on this one, it was too close for comfort. I looked at Anita when after the first round. I'm like, I'm like, I think she won, but I'm not 100 percent sure what they're gonna say, Anita. And we both just looked at each other, we kind of shrugged our shoulders and said, We'll just have to see what happens. And she ends up I, as soon as they said Chris Lee was the last judge, I knew it during one of the fight. I was saying that right now. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it because this guy is not paying attention close enough, my team. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with MMA media decisions. I mean, it's not all the media, it's only like a select people that, that do it. Like I used to be on there, I asked the guy not to put it on because honestly, they were people, it would just no one would ever say, nice scorecard, Adam. Good job. They would only go after you with a bad scorecard. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, the yeah. problem, right? So I did, I put my tweets out, but I asked the guy to take it off the, the site because it would just be people shitting on me for the bad scorecards, which I occasionally have, which every judge will have, honestly, I, or, or people watching the sport. You know? I don't even reply anymore, man, to these people. Or maybe if they, if they, listen, some guy asked me why you scored at a 10 8. I want, I will explain it, no problem, you know. But you have those people who are like, you give 10 9, and they're going to quote tweet it with no 10 9. This, I mean, who cares? I don't care about your tweet. You don't have to care about my tweet, you know. <laughs> it's not like I got paid for it or something. I'm getting these comments. <clears throat> Hey guys, thanks for Rodriguez, but Pierre Rodriguez, nice job, buddy. Good, good, uh, good bet. Nice fade on Hanson. We'll talk about her in a few minutes. Thought during one. I mean, again, you were there, right? So like, it might have showed. Maybe it was different in person, but I, watching through the TV, I thought Torres won. Mm. How's Dawood you doing against Volk? Uh, gets taken down, just gets grinded out, just like the uh, the vlog fight. I don't think he, I don't think Volk would even want to stand with him. Like, what's the point? Is this real? I don't see this anymore. Nah, man. 
uh, all right. Rogan was kissing Dern's ass. He was. She is. Uh, she's good, man. Um, she's definitely a good fighter. I'm just trying to see what else here. Yeah, it was just a close fight. I mean, this. Yeah, I mean, the second round obviously with Dern won. You know, third round obviously Torres comes down to the first round. I thought Torres won the fight, guys. Like again, the stats back it up. So it's more like if you're saying Dern won, I, I fair enough, but. I'd, I'd like to hear more than, you know, just I thought she won. I'd like to hear an actual reason, you know, because for me, it's like I'm watching the fight, paying attention to Joe Lander. But the problem is, Marcel, just, you know, I guess she wasn't really didn't do a lot of damage. You know, that's that's the problem at the end of the day. That's so. always a problem pretty much with Doris as well. You know, Doris yeah. is really a point fighter. I, I still and I don't think it was her best performance. You know, I think None. she's had better performances. Let's go to the first fight here. We got Mark Madsen and Vince Pichel. Yeah. And this was a good pick by me. And I think you picked Madsen. I can't remember. Did you pick him? No, or? no, I didn't. This was this was a good bet for me, too. Uh, thank, thankfully, I, I had this one. Um, it could have been a worse night. But I did have Mark Madsen. And, uh, I really liked him here, plus money. And, you know, the fight went pretty much according to the plan. But I thought that Madsen – well, actually, technically, he didnn't win the second round, two judges scorecards. But I thought that the third round, he would probably lose. And he won it pretty convincingly. Um, yeah, huh? But again, Vince Michelle's takedown defense is just bad. You know, it was 25% coming in, now it's 23%. Adam, it's just not good. Go ahead. How did Matson run the second round? I thought Pichel won the second round. The judges, I'm not sure. They, I guess two of them saw it the other way. I, yeah, I didn't see it that way. I thought it was 1-1 heading into the third. Bunch of clowns, man. Yeah, I, that's, I a bad, that's a bad uh, call by them, I think. Um, but I do think the right guy won, Marcel. I saw some. Oh, for sure, for, for sure. Some people said Pichel won. Are you kidding? No, 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 no way. He didn't win the fight. Two to one, Madsen. That's that's the way to score this fight. Uh, you definitely won the fight. So. But, but Pichel screwed himself in the third round, man. Where he got a really lazy takedown from Madsen. He got taken down, man, in the middle of the cage, and he couldn't come up anymore. And then I knew at that moment when Madsen took him down, and he wasn't out within thirty seconds. I knew fight was over. Madsen was going to get it. So yeah. Yeah. Ferrer Madsen next. He wants a top 15 guy. I think that makes – I don't know. Is Ferrer still – is he number 15 still or no? I don't know. Maybe, maybe just. Enough. Maybe just. He is number 15. I think it is. Yeah, probably. He deserves problem. it. I think, he, I think the winner of this was going to get that, that shot, and I think he deserves it. Mark Madsen, I, I like this. I mean, listen, like, obviously this wasn't, like, an exciting fight, but I like the guy, man. Listen, he's, he's not really been doing MMA full-time that long, you know? And he's also an older guy, so he's kind of like an old dog learning new tricks, Marcel, which is impressive. Um, he's 37 years old. He's turning 38. Um, I really like this guy. And I, I, by the way, he's all in on an MMA career. I heard he just he was saying that he moved his entire family from Denmark over to yeah. uh, Arizona. Now his wife has MS. It's a really bad disease, and you know I, I wish the best for them. I, I think this guy's really good, man. He's really improving his stand up and his his take his takedowns are great. You know, so I think he's really good. Um, I like him. Does the Oast in Olymp uh, Mark Madsen stand for Olympian? No. Yeah, they take it off, by the way. He's just going by Mark Madsen now. We still call him Marco Madsen sometimes. I kind of yeah. like it better, to be honest with you, Marco Madsen. Yeah. But people I mean, are like, the, he's Irish. Right? Yeah. He's Irish when you call him that, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I was like Irish. Why did say people he's Irish? I didn't get that. But what, is it, what does it stand for? Let me just double check. Overguard. Overguard. It does? Okay. Yeah, check it. <laughs> I, I can't find it. Oh, I see it on Tapology. Yeah, yeah. Mark Overguard Madsen. Yeah. Well, that's a very uh, Nordic name or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but man, he's a great fighter. I think he's a great wrestler. You know, is he a great fighter yet? Not yet, but I think he's getting there. You know, um, I don't know if he'll win the belt. You know, because no. I think he's just a little bit too old. You know, quite frankly. But he's putting his whole career on the line right now, and he's really going for it. He says it's a two-year plan to fight for the belt. Listen, Adam, we'll he, he's 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 an, he's an okay fighter, but it's not going to win the belt. He's pretty good, but I I I'm thinking now that Diego Ferrer might be like a bad matchup for him because Diego's man, he's. He puts Diego a was skilled on the ground, man. That's yeah, right. man. He puts a good pace on too before he gasses out. Um, but that's an interesting fight, you know. I think he deserves that fight. So I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Let's go to the next fight. Ian Gary and Darian Weeks. Um, I mean, this fight was honestly was kind of boring, you know. Uh, but, <laughs> but Gary did what he had to do. I don't blame him. He just kind of point fought, won the decision. I, I had a 30-27. I know some people scored the second round for, I believe, uh, Weeks, but Weeks. Yeah. I think it was pretty clean uh, win for Ian Gary. We just announced that him and Layla Anna Lee, former Cage Warriors uh, commentator, they're having a kid. Uh, he just got married. So good for them, man. I mean, you know, I think that's awesome. So I, I'm happy for, for Ian and gets the win here. You know, and I, I actually really like this guy, man. I, I'm going to be honest. This guy, I like it, man. 
you know, if you listen to his interviews and stuff, like he's really, really mature for his age, you know? You think? Um, I think so. I really do. And, and every time I hear him talk, he keeps saying, like, they're like, who do you want next? He's like, slow down, guys. I'm in no rush to, to fight anyone in the belt. I don't even want to fight a great guy yet. He wants to take his time. He's trying to improve his skill set. He's only 24, you know? So I, I think the guy's good. It wasn't his best performance. I don't think it was a great fight, but he got the job done and it, did it pretty cleanly, too. So it is what it is. Any, uh, any more thoughts on this? Yeah, man. I, I, listen, man, I think he's talented, but I'm so yeah. happy he didn't brought the Connor talk again up uh, after the fight. Like, I'm Connor 2.0, like you always say. It's like, dude, you know? Um, he, he's a talented guy. He went to Sanford MMA. Um, he can improve a lot, you know, he's still very young, but all the talk he's doing before and after, please stop that shit, dude. It's, it's just, it, it doesn't interest me to hear that. You know what I mean? Just fight. And if he fights, he fights well. He, he did look good on Saturday, you know, I don't, ex listen, people expect a lot of, of him, but that's his own mistake, man. He hypes himself up, you know what right, I mean? Right. But it's just a second fight in the UFC. Uh, Darian Weeks isn't a, isn't a uh, easy opponent to fight against, you know, and he won against him. Definitely the first and third round, second round, kind of 50-50, but I, I kind of leave Gary as well. So he did well, you know, but all that talk, please don't, you know, but he's a great fight. I think he's a great talent, and he can come far in the division. So I get this comment because this is not what I said. I didn't call him boring. He's not a boring <laughs> fighter. I said the fight was boring. It was a boring fight, quite frankly. And I think he even said that after in his post-fight interview. He said it wasn't the fight I wanted. He's not a boring fighter, though, man. I just think this fight was boring. It just the matchup itself played to kind of like a you kind of like Darren Weeks kind of like neutralized him a little bit. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like it was just it wasn't a great fight. I mean, like, I'm sorry, it wasn't. You know, I, I think he's great though. He's also asking about his wife being a little bit older than him. My wife, my fiance is older than me, man. I I think it's fine, you know. Who cares? It's not my life. I don't know why you judge someone else for their relationship. You know, what I mean, I'm not saying you are, buddy, in the chat. But I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying, like, you know, this guy, you know, he's 24, right? And she's a lot older than him. She's 39, um, by the way, not 36. That, but that's his choice, and he's yeah, very course. happy with her. You know, um, I mean, that's a big stretch. Like, I'm, you know, my fiance is a few years older than me, only a few. Um, but you know. It is what it is. I mean, if this guy's happy and he seems very happy, then I think we should be happy for him. You know, that, that's what I he's think. A, so, he's, yeah. like Aston, he's like Aston Kutcher. She's Demi, Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, you know. But like I say, like I, in this, I'm, I'm not in the same situation because I'm not, I'm 34, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like he's – or I'm not 34 yet, later this year. Anyways, uh, let's see. Let's go to the next fight. Um, this fight – I think this fight was one of the best fights in the card. I mean, this fight was amazing. And like I said, Josh Fred's pretty good, Marcel. You know, and I think I think he won that second round. But it, Hernandez clearly won the first round and the third round. I think it was a great fight. Um, I really like Fluffy, man. By the way, I was looking at the props right before this fight started. And the prop on Fluffy by decision was plus five fifty, and I'm like, holy crap! Like he doesn't win fights by decision very often, right? I think it's the second decision ever. But that was crazy value against a pretty tough dude. Um, man, I mean, I think he looked great, Marcel. I think this was an awesome fight. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, it was a good fight. It was a lot of fun scrambles on the ground, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I think Hernandez went for how many submission attempts, how many takedowns. Uh, crazy. I, I like Hernandez a lot, man. He's a, he's a fun guy to watch, I think. And Fram did well, you know, I think for a short notice fight. Uh, he did well, but uh, Hernandez was just a little bit better, I think. And uh, he all he almost finished Hernandez at a certain moment, but Hernandez uh, recovered and uh, he went through with it. So uh, and Hernandez almost had an in that uh, was that in a weird ass guillotine or what was that? I don't remember exactly anymore. And the, at the end of the fight, um, yeah, fun fight, uh, good win for Hernandez. But also a fight he should win with yeah. the guy only taking this fight on short notice, you know. But on the other hand, man, uh, Hernandez, how many opponents he had dropped off for this for this fight is actually crazy. I think Durayev, Drikas Duplessis, Daniel Frant. So <laughs> a lot of new. By opponents. By the way, they're only crediting with three submission attempts. I thought it seemed like a lot more. Didn't it seem I, like I, a I, lot more? I think I saw a Brazilian man. <laughs> I thought. I thought. I, I think I said after the fight, I'm like, I think he just survived like twenty submission attempts in the yeah. fight. Three submission attempts. That doesn't seem right. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes these stats, uh, you know, I think that they're still evolving in MMA. I don't think it's an exact uh, science like in baseball where, you know, you know a guy gets a hit, you know what I mean, or he gets a strikeout. 
I think in MMA, like they're still evolving. Sometimes they miss them. Like they'll miss a knockdown here and there. They'll miss a submission attempt, yeah. in my opinion. You know. Anyways, I love the fight. That was a good Adam, fight. What yeah. do you think about the UFC putting the wrong uh, picture of him? <laughs> yeah, someone just said that. I was about to pull it up here. Where is that? Yeah, the Alexander <laughs> Hernandez. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, right? Like they're completely two different guys. Um, yeah, Alexander is Josh's teammate as well. <laughs> I don't understand how. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's uh, Factory X. Yeah. I, maybe that's why the person did. I don't know. Like they, they shouldn't screw that up. You know what I mean? Like they should get the guy's face right um, and, and their name right. You know what I mean? So that's. I, that's I remember they did it as well a few years ago when uh, Daniel Omilanchuk was still in the UFC. They put uh, Kutelaba's face. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so, cool. Next fight. Yeah, Pennington wins a decision over Lad. I mean, that's what I expected. I think all of us did, right? Um, I think Lad had like such a horrible game plan, man. It was so bad, guys. Like, what was she doing? You know, first off, she's fighting in her wrong stance. Why? Like, why was yeah, she fighting in the southpaw? Made no sense. She's just like this, Marcel. Like, she was just like this. Like, she wasn't even throwing strikes. I was like, I'm like, what is she doing? I'm watching the fight. I'm like, what is going on here? I just saw her her Instagram post. She's saying like the trolls are going after her. But I think sometimes you gotta like take the criticism and stride too. Like, you gotta be like, all right. If everyone's saying there was a bad game plan, maybe they were right. Maybe it's not just like uh, maybe we didn't have a good game plan for this fight because that third round, Marcel, I totally expected Raquel to win the third round, right? Because she has great cardio. I know she's still on short notice, but Lad got those takedowns really easy. I'm just wondering if she actually attempted a takedown. She only attempted one takedown the first time. Yeah. I'm like, th- I, I know some people bet on Lad. I'm thinking, like, I, I didn't bet on this fight, but I'm thinking, like, why? Why is she not shooting for a takedown? Bizarre. It pretty much felt like uh, Gregory Rodriguez against Armand Petrosian, who only went for a takedown, I think, in the, in the 10th minute as well. But at least that was a, that was a competitive fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm still, you know, Paddington has now a four-fight win streak. She called out Sarah McMahon. They can do that. Put it on the early prelims, please. But, um Yeah. I think it makes sense, though, honestly. Like, they're both kind of veterans. They've both been around the block. What? The fish fucking sucks, dude. It does. It does <sighs> suck. You know, you're right. You're not wrong at all. Because Raquel, Raquel is, like, what? Number four fighter now? Yeah. Um, And she's 14 and 10, I think, in her career. That's her record. 14 and 9. She, I mean, she came negative into the UFC. Man. Yeah, yeah. And she's, you know what? She's really, I think, outperformed what I ever expected from her. After yeah. I think she was in Invicta when I first saw I believe. And, you know, she's had, she had a kind of a... I remember she fought Holly Holm and she, the first time. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, like she didn't really fought her the one time. Or, sorry, she fought her twice, excuse me, the first time, though. And a lot of people, like, thought, hey, she won that fight because it was a split decision, right? And I'm thinking, no, I don't think she won. And I remember, like, betting against her against Andrade, and she beat her, and then she beat Tate. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this girl's pretty good. And I told you myself, when she beat Aldana, that's when I knew, okay, she's better than I thought she is. Sometimes I, you just were wrong about a fighter, and I was wrong about her in the beginning of her career. And now I'm on her bandwagon because I think she is a pretty good fighter. Not the most exciting, but she gets the job done. She's pretty reliable. You know, she's. You guys are saying Aspen Ladd is unreliable, which I agree with. But I think that uh, Raquel is uh, is pretty reliable, you know, like at this point. Like you put money on her. she's She'll fight very hard for 15 minutes for your money. You know, Marcel, like she's not going to mm-hmm. give up. She won't quit. So, and for Ladd, I'm glad she made weight. I will say that, you know, it's good that she made weight. But again, I just think the performance is really a lackluster. And um, I just felt like the game plan was just a, a bad game plan, you know. So, yeah. all right, let's go to the next fight here. Sorry, are you going to say something? No, no, no. I was done with this one. <laughs> Mike Malott knocks out Mickey Gall. I mean, I'm just so happy for Mike, man. This is just an amazing knockout for him. Um, I really think that he became like a fan favorite overnight from what I'm seeing. Um, I, I think the guy is – I told you guys, I wasn't sure how good he really is, but like, I think he's really good, you know. Um, both his fights now in the in Contender Series and, and UFC, he's, he's finished these guys. Now, Mickey Gall is not a great fighter, let's be honest. But just the way he fought, man, the guy, guy can fight, dude, and – that knockout was so crisp, that left hook, so brutal. I thought he was an absolute shoe-in for the $50,000 performance of the night. I, I cannot believe he didn't. I, I woke up in the morning, Marcel. I felt sick seeing that because I feel like he got punished because he said he made $10,000. I feel like that's what happened. They were like, oh, no. You <laughs> yeah. know why I'm saying that? That's what I think happened. What do you think? He said, like, I give my win bonus from $10,000. I give it to the good, the good cause. No, he's going to give his show I, money. He was going to give yeah. – if he lost, he was still going to give his purse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now he was going to give his show money. He said it was 10000 So the yeah. thing is – and then Dana was like, dude, you can keep your win bonus. We match it. I was like, oh, dude, you're such a good guy. 10000 You know? Uh, yeah, man. What the hell? Um, 
also, man, people were like battering Nikki Mickey Gall on on the internet, like this dude is gonna be Bruce Lee or something. I don't know what I read, but uh, yeah, it was a great performance by uh, Mike Mallet. You say, yeah, Mike Mallet, huh? right? Mike Mallet. Mike Mallet is such a difficult proper name for Mike Mallet. Um, yeah, Mike I, I love this guy, man. He gave a shout out to Waterdown, Ontario, after the fight. Are you kidding me? You know, I'm a Canadian, right? So I started covering the sport in 2010, 2011. That was like the height of GSP. Um, right when um, the sport was legalized in Ontario, you know, that's when I really like, I saw an opportunity. I was going to school for journalism. I was like, I'm doing MMA. Like, I love MMA and I want to do this. And at the time we had like guys like Rory, we had, we had GSP with some other guys. Remember that UFC 129 card was like 10 Canadian guys on it. And over the years, there really hasn't been too many guys to root for. I'm all in on this guy now, Marcel. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of him, you know, and um, I'm not saying I'm always going to pick him to win his fights because I think they're going to give him a pretty hard opponent next, if you ask me, after this fight, because he's definitely deserving of a step up. But I will be, you know, even if I pick against him, I'll still be secretly rooting for him because I love this guy. I absolutely fucking love this dude, Marcel. What a guy. I mean, what, a, what an absolutely great person, you know? He makes the bare minimum, guys. I'm going to talk about that Jake Paul thing in a second. He makes the bare minimum, makes $10,000. the lowest you can make in the UFC. It's pathetic, really, for a professional athlete to make that much money. It's just terrible, you know? Um, it, it's it's terrible. And I think that the fact he even said that, people are probably surprised that they probably think these guys make good money. If you Just say it's like your first time watching UFC. You're like, holy crap, this guy makes 10000 and tend yeah, to show, tend to win to twenty. We weren't surprised. <laughs> Not at all. It's just, it's just, it's just too low at this point. You know, it just it reflects poorly on the UFC guys. It really does. You know, in my opinion, um, I I love this dude though, man. I, I I think what he did, you know, just starting that, uh, just the, the awareness for the uh, the GoFundMe. It's over a hundred thousand now, by the way. I think it was uh, less than that when it started, like probably fifty or something. I think even less during the night, hundred thousand. So I put a tweet out. Jake Paul retweeted me. How crazy is that, guys? How fucking crazy is that? Jake Paul has 4.2 million followers. I don't know how he saw my tweet. He doesn't follow me, obviously. I don't follow him. No idea how he saw it. Someone must have sent it to him and been like, yo, check this out. Because you know Jake's against the UFC and the low fire pay. I still think Jake's a decent guy, man. He he actually put his money where his mouth is and put $10,000. You know, he put, he bet, he already donated it. Dana said he was giving the money too, but has he? I mean, we, I don't know. Like, I, he said he would, but I don't know if I he's think- I think Mark said thank you on Twitter. Okay, so there you go. So then he, I guess he did. I'm glad. But I'm just saying I, I'm glad Jake did too. I think Jake's a decent guy, man. And Jake's one of these guys that he's like, I think the minimum purse he said should be $50,000. And that that's fair. It's a, These are professional fighters. Think about it. Mike has been training the last two, three months for this fight, Marcel. Um, I know he's a coach at Team Alpha. He still, he still has to pay the other coaches. He still has to pay for his nutrition and his food. He, he's going to make no money from this, you know, other than the exposure and other than I think fans really liking him. But, you know, I'm, I'm just disappointed to get the bonus. I think he deserved the 50000 I really think he deserved it. And at the very least, I think he should have got it to uh, some of the crypto money too. You know, mm-hmm. I think he should have got like one of the crypto bonuses. I understand they gave it to the popular fighters in the top three. I, I'm just disappointed, Marcel. I think the guy deserved a little better. I know that people were giving him money on the, on, um, in an envelope on the way out to give to the girl. Or to Joey's daughter, right? Yeah. But I just I was disappointed he didn't get the fifty thousand. It was probably one of the more disappointing things I've seen. I don't know, I don't, what I, I gotta warn you, man, because behind you, Dana's really throwing up right now on you. Yeah, it is what it is, man. I, I speak <laughs> I the agree truth with you. Too. I speak the you truth. Know, I, you know, I agree I'm with a, you. They put my fucking tweets in the broadcast. I don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care because I'm telling the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I respect the UFC and Dana because quite frankly, I don't I wouldn't be doing this without him, you know. But it doesn't mean I don't believe the fighter pay is too low. It, it is. Yeah. You know, it is. I know you feel the same way. A lot of journalists feel the same way. They should be free to speak lot, about it. I feel a lot of the big game journalists, though, don't speak about it. Marcel, they're yeah. scared to lose their access. I think that's really sad. But for me, yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to watch the fights and, same. you know, it, it, that's the end of the day. Um, I love the sport and I love the fighters because this, there's no there's no sport without these guys. I just think the 10,000 thing has got to go. It's just way too fucking low, guys. Come on. Like 10,000? That's like what? I mean, I, I don't want to see how much I make. I make pretty good money, you know. I, I, it's, it's, it's. I wish, I wish all journalists thought like us that without the, the fighters that are in the sport, because I think some journalists think without them there is no MMA. <laughs> some reason sometimes, you know, because uh, I don't know, man. You know, I'm but, just saying, uh, like, I'm a, I'm a journalist, you. and like, you know, I'm doing well, and yeah. I work my ass off too. I'm not saying I don't, yeah. but like, I know what Mike goes through in a training camp. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know what he goes through in that fight. Like, the fight itself is brutal. So. 
I just think the ten thousand thing is just too low. I, I also, we should mention he did get four extra thousand for the uh, what is it the uh, the the uh, what's it Adidas or Venom? Venom, I should say. He got four thousand for that. So let me get some more comments. Sorry, guys. There's a lot of comments I missed here. Malat, me and Gary. I I think that's a great fight, but I don't know if they'll do it. By the way, so Dana announced after the the fight they're going to a bunch of places. He said Toronto, and you know I'll be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, I can get credentials through someone. If not, I'll just be there. You know, but. Uh, I mean, I think that fight's good. I, I hope he's on the card. I would assume he's on the card. I would assume you right? Like, you'd assume mm-hmm. he'd be on the card. They anyway said uh, later in the, in the fall. Maybe he'll fight once between then. I doubt it, though. I mean, this guy's really taking a slow builder's career. He fights, like, once a year, Marcel. And that's why I wasn't sure, like, how good he really is. But I think he's really good. I think he is he a really good clean, fighter. Super clean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's right, Mr. X. You're right, man. Every time, like, remember, uh, someone said Renato McConaughey went here. Someone <laughs> said that, yeah. Yeah, he said, Gain, I need a bonus. And he deserved one. I think it was the Hernandez fight where he completely washed him. He deserved yeah. 50K for that and didn't get it. So um, I don't think he's sponsored by Proper 12. I, I don't know when he got the nickname, though. I feel, I feel yeah. like it's relatively new, I want to say. Like, I don't know. Marcus says, I can confirm Mike Wallet knows Adam. Yeah, I mean, he, he does follow me on Twitter. And I mean, I am, you know, I've been covering the sport for a long time. I saw Mike fight, I told you guys last week, in a hockey arena in Toronto in 2014. <laughs> Mike's a good dude, man. I like him a lot. I need someone to love you like Mike uh, Adam Moss Watt. You know, I just before I came here, guys, I was watching the post fight interview. Like, I don't know, like I don't know if you guys saw it. He told a story about how um, when he was, I think when he was seventeen, he came home and his parents told him, "Hey, like we have to talk to you about something." And he said, "You know, his they told him his sister has this horrible disease and she's in uh, she's in the hospital and we don't know what's going on. She can't breathe." And he started crying, man. This guy's so genuine. He, he's a Canadian. He's really a nice Canadian guy. Remember, so we're all really nice. I, I just, I really like this guy. I, I like everything about him, and I love this this performance. I'm just, I'm upset that you can get the bonus. You know, I just think he really, really deserved it. So, that's enough about him a lot. Minimum should be 25 to show him finishes. Uh, the finish should always get a bonus. I think anyone who gets a finish should get like 10K, you know? Adam bets 10K in each fight. I mean, you know what? I want to be completely honest with you guys. There was a time where it was a really big high roller, but not anymore because I'm with uh, I'm a family now. You know, got to be more careful. Um, I, you know, my my I'm not betting five bucks a fight, but I'm not betting like 10K a fight. I have in the past. It's been a long time. Though. I'm gonna be, be completely honest with you guys. So um, it's been a, it's been a while. You know, I, I just I don't trust the judges as much anymore either. You know, it's it's I'm talking. This is years ago. Back when I had like uh, offshore accounts and stuff like that. You know. They're doing this a long time. Um, let's go to the next fight. I think that's enough, enough for uh, for Malate. Um, let's go to the next one here. Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, Olenek defeats Vandera. Well, I was wrong with this one. I, I said I really like Vandera. I did. I'm, oh, I think he had the fight in the bag. And, you know, I just think back to what Marcel said last week. Marcel was like, he should win the fight unless he does something stupid, which he did. Low fight IQ, guys. You know? Um, I don't know what he was thinking, man. I mean, he was, he could have just grounded, pounded Olenek and, and finished the fight, in my opinion. And instead, he goes for a rear naked choke, gets reversed, and gets caught in that scarf hold. Dumb. Just dumb. I I, I think Vandera really could have won this fight. I, I, I really think. And I think it should have cost him his career in the UFC, Marcel. So. Uh, I, I told you, he showed his whole 20 fight IQ there, man. Um, I, I mean, he had a, he had that fight in the back pretty much, you know. He went for a submission while he just had to pound on Olenek. He went for a submission. Why? You go for a submission against a submission specialist Olenek. You know what I mean? The only chance for Olenek to win a fight. And then first he went for the rear naked, then he went for the triangle, and then <laughs> Olenek came out and Olenek went for the for the how do you say that the, the neck crank or the can the can opener or whatever. Yeah. You knew. When he had the position, it was over. You know, I knew it, you know, and I was like, oh, dude, you, you, he pretty much threw, I think he threw his UFC career away with this one. Maybe he's lucky because Alan Boudou also not got another fight, so you never know. But um, yeah, this, this wasn't smart. At all, it was dumb. You know, so. it was low fight IQ. But do you think, stupid. do you think Olenek should have got the 50K over Mike Moore? No, no, I don't. I mean, I don't hate it because yeah, he same. was the underdog. He was. There was only three underdogs that won on the card: Sterling, Madsen, which we, which I picked, um, and then did you pick Olenek? I can't. Who did you pick last week? I picked Fundera. Well. Okay, we both did. Yeah, I know some people did have Olenek. The line actually, when we when we talked about last week, it was like minus one ten each. Mm-hmm. There was huge steam that came in on Vendera at the last minute. He went to like minus one sixty, I want to say, 
and Olenek was like plus 130 at the end. So if you waited to last minute to go Olenek at plus 130, I think that was a good bet mm-hmm. because it really was kind of a coin flip. But I think that Derek could have won this fight. I just think the, the low fight IQ really cost him this fight, guys, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, um, Here's the thing, though. Um, like this guy says, you know, he has the winners over Hunsucker and Tafa. Those guys are still on the roster, right? So it'd be kind of weird if he gets cut when they still have Tafa on the roster. We just beat like last year. Do so, you know what happened to Rottweil, man? Still, yeah, I don't know. Still have no yeah. idea. I know he got released as well. No idea. Um, yeah, when it, he, he is sloppy in the feed. He, I mean, he did throw a couple of haymakers though. You know, he did. <sighs> Ventura just has low fight IQ. You know, he's shown it, and, and the takedown defense is not good, obviously. Um, but again. Uh, he went down to the ground. You know, he went down and he wanted to fight. Guys, he had full back mount, Marcel. And if he just landed, bang, 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 gorilla punches on the back, King Kong punches, he wins that fight, Marcel. You yeah, know? of course. But instead he goes for a rear naked choke. I will say this, though, which is crazy. I didn't realize this until after the fight I was looking. I was like, has he even been submitted? Olympics had, like, I think 77 fights. He's been submitted twice, both by rear naked choke. But in 1997 and 2004. So it's been, like, 20 years since someone subbed him. I don't know why this guy thought he could have subbed him. I think it was a dumb decision. So, anyway, let's go to the last. You know, what, you know what's funny? After the fight, so uh, Vandara asked Olenik for uh, how we submit people. But Olenik didn't show the submission he did to him, but he actually showed the Ezekiel choke to him, right? Right. Did you saw the clip? I yeah. thought it was funny. That's what yeah. I'm saying. People were like, oh, they were showing him the choke. To... I'm like, that's a different choke, guys. What the hell are yeah. you talking about? He was showing the Ezekiel choke, which was cool, but it was not the Scarfold arm lock, you know, that and also, got him with. The super weird thing during the broadcast was like uh, Ezekiel choke, Olinikas two out of three. I was like, also my colleagues from Eurosport, like, who had the other one? And I was like, I thought Olinikas the only two. And then we came, uh, thanks to Kaposa, came with uh, Remco Pardu, was actually a Dutch guy who got the first one in the Gi at UFC two. So actually crazy. Weird though, because when it when when it first happened a few years ago, and I think when he got Albini with it, like no one was saying that. Everyone was just saying no. he's the first one, and all of a sudden yeah. now it's he's not the first one. It's kind of Kind of strange, but yeah, all right, let's go I to the agree. next fight. Um, a fight actually, I, I did win some money on this one. Pierre Rodriguez, um, you know, Kay Hampton was a, it was a pure fade in her, and also I like Rodriguez, you know. Um, Kay won the first round, but the second, third round, obviously, Pierre won, and uh, that's it for Kay Hampton in the UFC, guys. She's 22 years old, she has a seven and six record now. Wow, Marcel, isn't that crazy? It's such a bad record for a young fighter, like, I'm really surprised. Now, again, she has fought some pretty tough competition. Let's get let's let's give it to her, but. Man, I mean, she's just not UFC caliber, you know. Pierre, I think, is decent. You know, I think she's got some potential, Marcel. She's still pretty young, only her eighth fight, right? Um, clear 29-20. Any thoughts on this fight? Piera la Fiera. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Pierre Piera actually had the veteran third round, you know. <laughs> she she did very well there. Yeah, she had the takedown as well, the takedowns. So, um, which I actually thought that uh, that Kay Hansen would would be on the ground more in, in favor, but Piera took over after the first round. So she did very well, I think. Um, yeah, Kay also came in two and a half pounds too heavy. And what's the thing with you know she came in after I think fifty five minutes was two and a half pounds too heavy, didn't weigh in again. Julio Arce came in actually after two hours. Was we'll talk about over. that in a second. Let's talk about yeah. K first. The, the, the weightness. Yeah. Talk talk about that first. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to making an example because they have the same amount of purse they have to give away twenty percent, which doesn't make sense. Um, K Hansen, yeah, she, I think she's gone from the USC. You know, I got to give it to her that she kind of. I think she kind of got robbed against uh, Corey McCann. I thought so too. I honestly, I thought she did win that fight. You know, nah. to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So the last two fights have been pretty bad, Marcel. Honestly. It, it, Honestly, really bad in my opinion. Yeah, and yeah, I feel like she she's a typical young girl who can't really handle also social media as well. You know, she's yeah. really like really upset about when people say something about her as well. I was like, listen, yeah. man, if you if you do stuff like missing weight two and a half pounds, people are gonna say something about it. You know, it, it happens, and if you then don't show up really good in a fight. People yeah. say more about it, oh. and it's not fun. Actually, I understand that, you know, but you gotta gotta go a little bit with it. You know what I mean? Don't don't take anything to everything too personal. Yeah, and you know, I think that she kind of went for an advantage by coming in early on the scale. She came in like an hour into the weigh-in and didn't yeah. wait until the last minute. So she's like, you know, what? I'm just not gonna cut this weight. I'm just gonna, I can't make the weight. I think that Pierre should ask for more than twenty percent as well. Um, oh, for sure. Because uh, Arce, uh, he missed by half, and uh, Santos got twenty percent. 
but she yeah. missed by two and a half and only got like I would have been pushing for 40 or 50. Like, remember Maxim Grishin against uh William? I know there's a bigger weight miss, but he got 40 percent, should have been at least 30 percent. That's all I'm saying. I would ask for 40, quite frankly. Me too. You know, I think Me her too. management did her disservice because um, yeah, Kay, how much did Kay really make in this fight? What's her show money? I think probably 20,000. Uh, yeah, know? too bad. I mean, she, uh, in my opinion, she didn't even try to come back for the second time. You know what I mean? So yeah. she was like. I, listen, man, maybe the doctor said she couldn't cut more. I don't know. Yeah. But the thing is, if you weigh two and a half pounds too heavy, you know, it's yeah. it's it's a big thing for me, you know, because yeah. the other guy we're talking about later on this one, Julio Arce, he went through the full, full through two hours to make that weight. He didn't make it, but you saw how completely dehydrated he was on the scales, you know, and you saw that he worked hard to get it up. And still, he made a mistake. He didn't make the weight, you know, and he, he got 20% of his purse for that to this opponent. But you see the difference, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, some some comments here about Kay. Um, I, I agree with this, you know, her, her manager is to blame. No need to move her to 125 after the decision. And then she moved back down. It's kind of weird. I agree with that as well. And um, the last fight, we she managed by. I don't know, but I, uh, James. Yeah. Remember, James was saying in his chat that like their management's really bad, and like they don't even give her interviews and stuff. Like he was trying to get an interview with her, and they're like, "No, she's not doing interviews." Like, what the fuck? Why would she not do an interview with James Lynch? Like, it doesn't make sense or anyone, quite <laughs> frankly, anyone. I don't think she interviewed with anyone. Like, why would you not want it? She just wants to post her. Uh, her her underwear pictures on her on her OnlyFans. I mean, that's listen. By the way, that doesn't that's that's whatever she wants to do. I mean, that's extra money. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, because I think that what happened was she she lost focus on her MMA career. That's what it seems like to me. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, the OnlyFans in and of itself is not a bad thing. Because again, Marina Rose is also on OnlyFans, and she looked amazing in her last fight. You know, Marcel. But it sure seems like with Kay, like after she started doing that, I don't think the focus has really been on her MMA as much or her evolution. And again. She's 22. She has a one and three record in the UFC and seven and six in her MMA career. Seven and six. Wow. I'm just really surprised. Um, I st- yeah. I still don't really feel that OnlyFans kind of thing. You know, people should, should do whatever they want. And it's not because I'm jealous, because I'm fat and ugly that I don't get an OnlyFans. But I mean, I don't know, man. It seems like some, uh, some softcore porn to me. You know what I mean? So that's what OnlyFans pretty much means to me, what I think about it. Gotta do what you gotta do. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not for it. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here in a few minutes. I, I gotta go, but uh, we'll talk about the last fight here. Julio Arce, I uh, get the out Santos. Yeah, this wasn't a great pick by me. Santos really didn't look like he was ready for the UFC, but I also think Arce had an amazing performance. The other thing was, you know, after Arce missed weight, he looked like shit in scale. He also came in after the two hours, which I was surprised they even let him, but it's Florida. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, he looked really good in this fight, though. You know, it was a really clean performance. He barely got hit. He was landing like crazy. He had the most significant strikes landing on the card besides Volk. He had a great performance, man. And you know, he is a really good fighter. I mean, I, I knew that it was kind of a risk taking Santos in this one, but you know, I, I, I liked what I saw from the guy, but obviously was not ready for this level of competition yet. I think Arce looked good. Still, the weight miss was kind of weird, um, and the fact he you know came in after um, the two hour uh, limit. I know that Tabura also, by the way, we didn't talk about that. Tabura and Rosenstruck got canceled yeah. at the last minute. Any any other thoughts on that? On Arce or on Tabura? No, sorry, Arce, yeah. Arce, uh, yeah. I actually send, I, I talk sometimes to Arce, so I sent him a message after the fight. I was like, dude, congrats. But I, I said to him, I'm not going to lie, man. You kind of scare me on the scales. You know, you look pretty dehydrated. He was like, yeah, man. Uh, I was I was really dehydrated, but uh, I, I recovered really great over over the night he said and i didn't feel bad at all in, in the cage and he he looked good you know he looked yeah. really good uh very, very clean striking um very composed picking his shots at the right time so it was a beautiful performance of him i think and also santos was kind of like uh the guy who made Arsenal look good as well you know he was so wild coming forward with those uh spinning back fists and spinning back elbows that Arsenal could uh, duck under them and, and get the get the jab going so it was really good yeah and, good. Uh, yeah and about Tabura Rosenstruck yeah I mean Tabura felt ill what I've heard I thought a very classy response from Rosenstruck on Twitter. I didn't see what he said what did he say I didn't see it so he said uh sorry guys my fight is off we got to hear that the Tabura was ill I wish you all the best I hope you recover quickly and uh I hope I get the next fight soon so that's fair what enough. he said really really nice message fair enough um and then I was thinking the last couple of comments I really got to get out of here though um yeah, I mean, I agree with this with Andrew. Uh, I thought he looked rusty too. Like he had been off for three years. That's another risk. Again, there's been a lot of guys lately that have won after nah. long layoffs. 
So I wasn't as worried, but you know, clearly it was an issue. I do think so. Um, uh, I still think that no, I think Torres won that fight, man. I, I don't. I mean, no one's convinced me otherwise in this chat today. You know, what I mean? no, like, that's what I'm saying. No one's really convinced me otherwise. I asked. You know, if, again, that first round was close, but again, I still think Torres won. Anyways, that's that's all. That's uh, that's all I was gonna say about that. And UFC uh, 273. Um, I do got to get out of here, guys. The one last thing I wanted to say was uh, that PFL card. Who did, did anyone watch that card? Did nope. anyone actually watch this card? Some guy named Simeon Powell got the contract. Do you know him yeah, at all? I saw um, that. Yeah, I don't even I saw that. Huh? I don't even really know. Do you know who he is? I've heard the name before, but I can't really tell you, man. Wait, let me double check. Is he a cage warrior guy? Yeah, actually, he is. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not. He's he's from. Uh, Actually, he has fought a bunch of cage warriors as an amateur. But, yeah, I, I don't really know too much about him. I didn't see the card. be interesting if they even have odds while, uh, you know, coming out uh, for the next card. Because I, mean, I know the offshore books have them, but DraftKings and stuff, like, they still don't have the cards. That's it for uh, today, Marcel. Let's get out of here. One, one, more, one more question. Sure. Do you think uh, the UFC is going to give uh, Aaron, Aaron McKenzie a, a chance in the contender series? Who? McKenzie, who, fought, who uh, won the belt at LFA. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was the other card. Aaron McKenzie won a split decision over Lucas Clay. Yeah, I think so. Because they usually sign those guys. If not, the Bellator will get them. You know, one of those yeah. performances. And I, and I agree with uh, Carlos Leal is good, man. And I'm surprised that, um, you know, because I think he – didn't he win that tournament, I believe, in, in Brazil for the LFA tournament? I think he won that tournament. Yeah, so I can't recall. Maybe he was yeah, second. He Anyways, yeah. yeah. Let's get out of here, Marcel. Plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Yeah, BigMarcel24, Twitter, Instagram, Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts section. Follow me on Twitter at Evan Martin Podcast, MMAOzbreaker.com. It's on our YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places you can find it. Um, you guys can also follow me at uh, bookies.com. at my best bets there. Last week, I went for three for three. Some of the props I missed on, but it did have Mark Madsen and, and the prop on the decision. And also MyMadeNews.com for Eric, a uh, great site there as well. Um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say. Uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, hopefully, I'm feeling better tomorrow. I'm still like a little bit under the weather, but I hope he'll be back 100% for tomorrow. Looking forward to breaking down that card. Adam, more, so. yeah. one more thing. Shout out to Eric Cowell for winning that award, man. Yeah, for sure. We talked about that last week as well. Um, I couldn't. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, thanks, man. Thanks, guys, in the, in the chat. I see you guys. Uh, appreciate it. But, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, and the other thing, last thing, I, I don't know what happened, but the views were crazy for the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were insane. <laughs> so – I mean, the, the picks were decent. I went eight and four. It's not great, but it's decent. Where, do you know where you went? You know, like no, I don't know exactly. I think <laughs> some something like that is maybe a little bit less. I don't know. Something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. So one. like, I'm glad. I don't know what what it was, but I, I have been putting the timestamps in, and I know that that helps. So hopefully, people uh, appreciate that because you know it obviously takes a little extra legwork, but it's I think it's worth it. You know, especially if we're getting more people to watch the podcast. So that's awesome. But uh, have a great day, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, five p.m. Eastern. We're gonna break down UFC Vegas fifty one. Luke Muhammad too. Should be great. Yeah. And by the way, there was a fight that got canceled today. Eliza's yeah. Rusty DeSantos and, and Munar's Leslie. One of the better fights. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Peace.